0: So don't take my a... We won't take our a... Yes, let me dab's in string be you <laughs> Episode 60, season 6, episode 1 Bard of Darkness, a um, pods in the key. Oh. Springfield. It's so oh, season six. six! It's good to be back. It's been a little while since we recorded. We sort of took a hiatus without really telling anyone, or really planning it out ourselves that we were going to do that. Why would we why would a podcast need communication or planning? <laughs> um, yes, no. Hello? Maybe everyone. our listeners just thought we were dead. I'm I'm pleasantly surprised that episode sixty is the start of season six. Yeah. It's I a nice wasn't of symmetry. symmetry. I wasn't Sixem tree. tree. After a strong start. Whew, not sure whether I'd use the word strong. <laughs> Look, my first note for this episode just says sun hot. So, you know. Mm. mm. Sun hot. Yeah, because the sun was hot. Whose son? Uh, my son. Your son. My son. Aren't I your son? <laughs> I've you, got you, a lot of children. You often you often call me your son. I call a lot of people my son at this point. Mm. It's like a I don't know, I've got a lot of a lot of kids. Yeah, interesting. I don't have any children I do however have uh, an in it's uh, oh, oh, gonna sound dodgy that I wanted it to I and have yet here we go I have an inflatable toy that I call my son. <laughs> And then... I feel like using the word toy makes it sound dirtier. Yeah, I know. I went to say inflatable doll. Well, that doesn't sound good either. But I have an inflatable uh, uh, novelty that I refer to <laughs> as my son. And I, I, I constantly hope that it doesn't get a leak that would cause it to deflate. And so to, to protect the device against this, I sing Elton John's Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me. Nick, what is this? Some sort of inflatable novelty? Yes, an inflatable novelty. <laughs> All right, so yeah, don't don't let the sun go down on you. Okay, and that's the less dirty version that you settled on. I really don't know what I was shooting for with that with that joke. I had the pun and then had to try to work backwards, but couldn't because the pun was shit. So you know. Uh, so in this episode, part of Darkness," uh, there's a pull and then some things happen. Yes, yeah. I, I, think that pretty I started much doing that and realized we don't do synopsis at the start. No, we what absolutely I don't. Um, we give the very broad outline. Sometimes here is uh, my takeaway from the very first s- couple of scenes of the episode. So, you, your mm. first takeaway, is Sun, hot. sun my, hot. My first takeaway is wax museums are really dumb. You don't I, like wax museums? I, I honestly cannot fathom why anyone would want to visit a wax museum. Have you ever in, been in to a wax 2019. museum? No, okay. because I think they're dumb. I've been are to a you, wax museum. Yeah, you know. Are you saying I would be convinced by the experience? Uh, no, you would not be. Because I'd be there going, yeah, it kind of looks like Katy Perry. Who cares? <laughs> I think I think wax museums are... <laughs> yeah, but if s- you actually met Katy Perry, you still wouldn't care. Uh, <laughs> K- <laughs> Katy Perry, I might. Partly because I would try to get... A brief recorded snippet of her talking about her episode of The Simpsons so that we could use it for when we get to that, like season 28. That bit that I <laughs> controversially kind of like. I know the Simpsons Index guys have railed very hard against it. I think it's kind of fun and cute. The Simpsons Index railing Katy Perry. Interesting. That um, I like when Mo goes down on her. Don't <laughs> let the Mo go down on me. <laughs> um, Katy Perry is out in John Don't let Cullen. the Mo. <laughs> go down on me. <laughs> Um, no, but I think wax museums are a weird hangover, which is topical for me today. But a hangover from an age in which celebrity carried a certain specialness that it no longer does. I, I guess in an <laughs> in, in an Instagram world, a wax museum doesn't make any sense. I think it makes more sense in an Instagram world nah. because the whole point of going to a wax museum is you go there and you take a picture of yourself with like Eric Banner. And like uh, you know, you capture like love the beast, <laughs> but I, I mean, I. And everyone's like, oh, it looks like Eric Banner. Uh, I crazy. always realized. <laughs> I always interpreted wax museums as like this is the closest I'll ever get to, Che Guevara. Um, I don't know if there is a wax Che Guevara. This is the closest I'll ever get to Johnny Carson. That'd be great if there was a wax museum that was just revolutionaries. Yeah, I've also named two people who famously are not on Instagram. So I'm shooting myself... Famously. (laughs) Che Guevara, most known for his distaste (laughs) towards Instagram. Oh, fuck. Um, no, okay, let's see. This is the closest I'll ever get to uh, 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 the, the the Jonas Brothers, right? Sure. This is the closest I'll ever get to Justin Bieber. But now with Instagram, we're all far too close to Justin Bieber all of the time. <laughs> and I just don't think that the kind of uh, a wax outline with a photo <laughs> glued to the front of it... <laughs> Wax Museum is. I assume it's... You think it's just quarts of wax? <laughs> I, assume it's, I assume it's candles with photos uh, of famous people stuck to them. Nick, did you just go to a church? And <laughs> you thought that was a wax museum? You just looked at all the church candles, all those like fancy ones with pictures of Christ on them? Okay. Yeah. A bit of a lousy wax museum. Yeah, I was very impressed by the S Club 7 menorah. I think Menorah is the Jewish candlestick that has seven candles on it. Yeah, I think so. I reckon, I reckon that's a fucking excellent <laughs> reference. Except these days, S Club 7 only has three members in it, which means the Menorah is looking a little bare. But what on earth was It's like? just a mini-Nora at this point. Oh, yeah, mini-Nora Jones, yeah. the tiny little pop jazz piano player. <laughs> Very good stuff. Um, but no, wax museums are dumb. <laughs> but then we get a bunch of melted beetles, and I thought that would be right up your alley. Uh, is that because I enjoy the red coloring they use on M and M's, well, which is which is made of beetles, made of beetles? <sighs> yeah, well, I just I, you like the beetles. I thought you'd be excited to see a melted pile of waxy beetles. A melted pile of waxy beetles. I don't know why that would excite me. <laughs> well, you know, the movie Yesterday is coming out awfully soon, Nick. We're going to go and see Yesterday. Maybe- Do you reckon that if there were so if the if the wax beetles had melted? Mm. And if John Lennon was around at the time in the late sixties, early seventies, and he looked at the wax melted Beatles, do you reckon through his LSD-addled brain he would have gone? I frankly don't see the difference. Like that's how I've been seeing the bit. Be- that's how I've been seeing the four of us for years, when we're not you know in the dark wanking in a circle. <laughs> uh, maybe. I mean, possibly. There's a lot of semi-formed thoughts today, James <laughs> <laughs> Semi-formed thoughts about melted wax beetles something else to get me through this Semi-formed thought of pods Well, you know, sun hot Sun hot Sun hot, sun real hot, sun It's a hot sun, like seven inches from the midday sun And this was back, you know, this was like 20 odd years ago this episode came out More than 20 years ago, back when, before we scorched the earth so that nothing could ever grow again Yeah I mean, kind of. I mean, you know, global warming was obviously in effect. But, you know, things are bad. Do you reckon Santana and or Rob Thomas have updated the lyrics of Smooth and we're now closer to the midday sun? Because <laughs> it was seven inches in 1999. Which one is that? Let me go on. Like a no, no, no. no, no, no a that's listening to some da, of da, the da, violent da, da, fans. Yeah. This is a different song. Okay. Oh, Uh, I should have known from those lyrics. (laughs) Um, uh, uh, Smooth is the, man, it's a hot one. Like seven inches from the midday sun. I don't know that song. You fucking do. (laughs) I don't know that. It's the the one where Santana tried to convince the world that he was still relevant. You know. Okay. Who's Santana? (laughs) Carlos Santana. He was a guitar player. And which one's Bart? Uh, he was the the bass player in Matchbox 20, I think Okay, okay, yeah. good So eventually, we get Homer and Bud have set up a tent by the fridge How many people do you think have actually done this <gasps> since this episode yeah. aired? Because it looks nice It lo- it does look nice yeah. I remember thinking about it when I was a kid It is the and most then, relaxing scene I have ever seen on and television then, <laughs> And then when the motor blows on the fridge, I'm like, oh, well, glad I didn't do that then um Homer seems wonderfully detached in <laughs> he does in most of this episode to be it's honest. Cool in here, it's boy. It's cool. And I got the idea when I noticed the fridge was cool. Like um you know I think later on I've I've complained a few times about how in the very modern Simpsons Homer's gone from being, like, lovable oaf to, like, straight out other planet fuckwit. Yeah. Um, But I really enjoy it, because this isn't straight out other planet fuckwit. This isn't someone who's... I mean, think of how many times in the movie where he blatantly ignores the reality that's in front of him. As though he's from another planet. I know. Is this part of a new theory that you're working on? Uh, Yeah, the omelette planet? No. Um... (laughs) Um. Uh. uh, uh oh, my brain's full of so many jokes there I was going to try and make a joke about Super Eggman Working at the Omelette Planet But it doesn't even make sense Instead of the Daily Planet Super Eggman Yeah, Superman Superman, Daily Planet okay. Super Eggman, Omelette Planet He just flies around throwing eggs or freezer around all day <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Eggboy grew up to be Super Eggman uh, Dr. Eggman Robotnik Sonic Jim uh, Carrey Meow um, <laughs> Meow <laughs> Um, what on earth? As I say, oh yeah, but Homer is just wonderfully detached and odd in this, and I like to think that the heat just made him go a little crazy, which I kind of enjoy. Yeah, there's a bit of mania in this episode, let us celebrate by ad- by the adding of <laughs> chocolate to milk. Just you were saying of- that with your arms outstretched, like you were delivering a sermon. I think <laughs> that should be clear to the listener. Uh, yes, and the Lord did addeth the chocolate unto thy milk. <laughs> etc now I really enjoy by the way that whenever people try to say that you know churches aren't uh, regressive in terms of gender politics and stuff Mm. like that literally the main speech that the churches give is called a sir man and you're telling me there's a place for women in the church get out of (laughs) here sir man ma newer (laughs) it's two things ma and newer Pool so those a real thing. Thirteen thirty thirty-two. Pool mobile, they'll Poolmobile. come to you. <laughs> pool mobile will do the light home office on the spot. Just one thing you need to do. Yeah, oh, for everything 30, pool related. They've got it. Wait, are you switching into a different ad now? <laughs> no. Ah, oh, but surely the lube mobile ad doesn't say for everything lube related. <laughs> no, they say for everything mechanical. We've got it. Ah, oh, they'll right. push the car. Oh, very good Lubemobile will come to you 13, That th- 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 32 Now, you know mm. that I don't like contextualising things For our American slash overseas listeners Sure What I will point out Is that Bill is the name of a mobile mechanic Yes It is not the name of a mobile sex fuck truck <laughs> Sex fuck truck so, Yeah Yeah The mobile sex fuck truck Was just called the fuck truck It was Splooge-mobile yeah. <laughs> mobile 13, 13, 69 Eventually it changed to the life ad van <laughs> Heart on the giraffe became Harold the giraffe. If you get that, it's quite funny. And if you don't, don't worry. <laughs> oh. Now, when when Otto pulls up in the pool mobile and the water splashes through and hits him, he says, whoa, i am got to replace that window. I'm Otto, man. Uh, did you notice that the way this is drawn, there definitely is actually a window there? You have the little lines to indicate the glass panel. The little art attack lines. Yeah. Um... Uh, yes, no, I I thought the same thing Yeah, so what's going on? I don't know Why can water pass through glass in this episode? <sighs> Is there some sort of elemental breakdown going? Is it that hot? Oh, that's interesting I don't know I don't quite know What, like, what, well, 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 mm, mm, mm. mm, Okay, mm. I, mm, okay, how's this? Mm. How's this? Yes <sighs> When Otto's driving in the truck He's got the air conditioner on inside his cabin it is set to very, very cool in his cabin. Mm. the The water, because it's so hot outside, is going to be warm. Yes. The water hits the glass. The temperature change causes the water to evaporate and then condense on the inside. And what he's actually being hit with is a wave of condensation. That's bi- so. I love that Pixie song, <laughs> "Wave of Condensation." <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't know that was a Pixie song, but wave of mutilation. <laughs> <Huh>. Okay. <laughs> Um, got me a Pullmobile, I want you to know Is Wave of Mutilation a song about uh, Captain Hook greeting people? <laughs> and as he waves his hooky hand he's gouging out the eyes of the surround of the bystanders? I think it might be about the movie Angie and Andalou. <laughs> Oh, is that the one of the 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 sad shepherds in the Balkans or whatever it was you were trying to tell <laughs> me about? Sad shepherds in the Balkans. Was there, wasn't there some like fucked movie from a couple of years ago that became like a a, a weird underground cult hit that was just like a bunch of sad shepherds <laughs> in the Eastern European? I have no idea what you're talking about. This movie from the 1920s, directed <laughs> the... by Louis Bunuel. I think Salvador Dalí worked on it. Oh, right. So it's <laughs> Not that movie from a few <laughs> years ago. I see. No, it's uh, Unchained Andalu. It translates to an Andalese dog, and it has a scene where a woman gets her eyes sliced open with a razor, but they use a cow's eye. I see. Yeah. I mean... Got me a movie, I want you to know. Slicing up eyeballs, I want you to know. Girl, you're so groovy. Whoa, ho. ho, ho. It's a good song. Sure. That's not actually Wave of Mutilation. Now that I think about it, that's a different song. But still... <laughs> <laughs> but, but all of your points stand... <laughs> I mean, what is this podcast about again? <laughs> Little known animated sitcom The Simpsons. Which song is that? Debaser. <laughs> That's right. Debaser. Apologies to everyone who has been irritated at me for the past 90 seconds <laughs> while I explain the wrong Pixie song. I always love when, when things like that happen in podcasts, there's always mm. one person on the panel of podcast hosts that says like, Oh, I bet people are shouting at their radio right now. And every time I'm like, do you have to say radio? <laughs> that's the real transgression in getting it wrong. Uh, that's interesting. Sorry, that was me starting up. Uh, that's, <laughs> that, that's interesting. Uh, uh, you, PlayStation. <laughs> I love this podcast. <laughs> Oh, what an unmitigated sideshow of insanity. <laughs> uh now look. Yes. They go to the pool mobile and they have a great time. Yes. And then they go to Homer like, hey, dad, get us a fucking pool. Yeah, Let us put a fucking pool in the backyard. Fucking do it already. That's not a thing that's complicated. And Homer's like, yeah, sure, okay. Did the economic downturn end at some point? <sighs> What's going on? We find out next episode that Homer makes forty dollars a day at work. Which e- we'll talk about in the next episode yeah, of Positive yeah, yeah. the Key of Springfield*. But <clears throat> economic downturn, yeah. <clears throat> How can they afford a pool so comfortably? That's a really good point. Um, I mean, I guess it they it is a DIY build-it-yourself kit style pool. There was probably a bit of cost saving there, but still, still it was quite a big pool. quite a big pool. Did the the Simpsons just become so popular at this point? Were the people yeah. making the show making so much money? That they lost touch with reality. Mm. Almost certainly, yes. I mean, you know, we've questioned before whether they were that in touch with reality anyway because The Simpsons are often downplayed as a very poor family Mm. with a very, very, very big house. To me, this show has a lot of wacky premises and just, uh, you know, nonsense in it. That's interesting. It's disconnected from reality. I thought the wackiest one of all was, of course, Wacking Day. Yes. Captain Wacky, later renamed Homer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I don't know how they afforded the pool. It's a really interesting question. Which they then accidentally make as a barn, in a very silly joke that I think works. I th- this is one of those the, the the tis a fine barn but tis no pool English. Yes, is one of those things that has stuck with me more than it should have because. <laughs> You know, watching these things with pen and paper in hand You get that moment of like Why Why do I like that so much? <laughs> and I don't know, but I say it frequently Whenever anything turns out slightly wrong That's- Even if like you're cooking sausages And one of them has the end that kind of blows out a bit And you get like a mangled sausage Love a good mangled sausage Tis a fine barm, but tis no pool sausage Doeth I, for some reason when I was younger And I'd seen this episode like a few times And I mostly just like remembered it Yeah For some reason, I always remember that line as tis a fine barn, but sure tis no pull Ishmael. Ishmael? Ishmael. Like the protagonist from Moby Dick, a book that I have not read. Pull me, Ishmael. (laughs) Um, Sure. I think that's what you wanted me to take away from that. Pull me, Ishmael? Yeah, pull me, Ishmael. Yeah. Cool, good uh, So they built a pool Hey, have you seen that Oh, wait, no I don't have the reference to make this work uh, Let's try it anyway Have you seen that Yes, yes I do have the mirror Have you seen that um, So, Call Me Ishmael That's from Moby Dick, right? Yeah. Have you seen that um, <laughs> Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan <laughs> Are doing a remake <laughs> of Moby Dick You've got Ishmael? You've got Ishmael? <laughs> Carly Rae Jepsen doing the soundtrack. A what? Is she the one who did Call Me Maybe? Oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> hey, I just met you. I want your email. Get in contact uh... and call me Ishmael. Mm. Yeah, they, they could be workshopped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, hmm, hmm, mm, hmm, bump, 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 bump. I don't know. It's fine. I'll we'll go back to it. <laughs> we'll go after, yeah. after we're done recording and we'll write that concept album. We'll punch it in. Uh, I really enjoy the kid that says, Hi, Mrs. Cumberdale. I, I was thinking about this. I feel like The Simpsons used to do a lot of great scenes of just like a lot of kids in the house, mm. just messing the house up. Is this the last one? I don't know. Is there like a later party that The Simpsons have? I can't, I can't put my chips down on that. What about the. What about. Have we already seen um, the the motorbike gang that takes over the house? Oh, uh, yeah. They're not children, though. One of them is voiced by Henry Winkler. Some of them act like children, James. Uh-huh. Do you uh. see the hijinks they were getting up to? Ah, uh, Nick. That's a bit spicy for my taste. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Do you want a glass of milk? Uh, if you've got one. There's some milk in the. Well, I don't ha- I don't have a glass of milk, but I've got milk in the fridge. But you have a bowl of milk that I can lap up like a cat. <laughs> Uh, we're That'd in a silly a, mood today that, this would, that would be a weird I know it's very popular for podcasts at the moment To make like annoying jokes about ASMR But that would be a weird turn If I'm sitting here reviewing the episode as best I can While you, we occasionally hear you background lapping milk <laughs> While some poor guy out there is listening to this And realises ah, oh, this is the thing I'm into <laughs> God damn it I wish I never discovered this <laughs> Well, I hope this doesn't awaken something in me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. I guess I'm off to Lapland, where I assume I'll be surrounded by this. <laughs> I guess I'm one of those milk misters now. <laughs> milk mister? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Well, it can't be milk man. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? Something about The Simpsons, no doubt. Oh, having children seems tedious. Yeah. Imagine, like... Here's the thing, like, if, like if you have your own kids, whatever, you love your own kids, that's cool, they're in the sure. house, they start bringing other kids around, now that's a pain in the ass. Yeah, I mean, you don't want other kids. No. And why is, my first thought is, why is Marge making sandwiches for them? You never want a child that you don't, like, deeply love in your own house. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't want any children in my house, but... No. Um, uh, but yeah. if there's going to be a child, you at least want it to be one like you have a very strong attachment to. That is a very someone good else's point. kid. It's like they're smearing peanut butter all over the place. Yeah, why are they doing that? Yeah, but why is Marge making them peanut butter? Like, just don't don't feed them. Yeah, and once again, Marge is at this point in the show the person on the show closest to our age, and this seems like a nightmare existence, an absolute nightmare existence. To be fair, I mean. We're also living nightmare existences, but just a different, kind of just, yeah. a, just a different flavour, really. <laughs> yeah, I have very little job security, and you know, your life's probably fine actually. But still, <laughs> yeah. it'd be nice <laughs> if it felt that way. Yeah, house looks nice. It's tidy. Uh, you tidied up. It looks good. I took it. To, oh man! So it took approximately three weeks to actually get this place clean. Yeah, slash probably tidy more than clean, actually. Uh, And then the first day, like when I finally finished tidying it, the first day that I came downstairs, I was like, what? (laughs) Where did this space come from? I've got the same thing with my kitchen right now. I gave it a good clean reset. I'm like, wow, Mm. this could have looked like this at all times. Yeah, Wasn't even that hard. It was like an hour's work to get this kitchen like spotless. Instead of constantly being under a five centimeter thick (laughs) layer of dehydrated (laughs) salsa. Dehydrated. Yeah, because okay. it's because it's evaporated. Yeah, time. yeah, sure. It's just kind of, th- it's just a thick, so gun- thick, gungy salsa. Gungy? yeah, <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> Don't like that. So Bart breaks his leg. He breaks his little body leg and just snaps clean off. Point of order here. For- Point of order. Lisa stinks. <laughs> Point of order for Nelson Yep uh, See your epidermis means your hair So really it's very clever No it doesn't The epidermis is the outer layer of the skin Is this the writers putting in a, a secondary joke that Nelson is still dumb? Well isn't there meant to be some whole thing Where like your skin and your hair Is like just different forms of the same thing? <sighs> isn't there some, te- on some technical level? I didn't realise that that was a thing I don't know I mean, it's all... uh, It's all just gunk and DNA. Yeah. Don't quote me on this. I'm not a biologist. Mostly, in my case, a (laughs) thick layer of dehydrated salsa. (laughs) But, um, no, that line's always annoyed me. Because, on the one hand, it's very interesting that Nelson would know what epidermis... The the word epidermis. And I kind of like, but I also kind of hate that he got the definition wrong because I don't know what level of intention it is. I think the fact that we went into this podcast recording intending to only do one episode means we are really blowing this out. This is going to be a wild one. I'm talking the same level of shit that I always talk. (laughs) At no point am I reining anything in. Matter of fact, I'll reign it out. Uh, Yes, I like. I, I like. I think it's kind of sweet how when Bart goes to the hospital, Homer seems genuinely concerned about the fact that his son has broken his leg. Yeah, I know this is a very low bar. For the show's uh, familiar relations to be jumping over. To say, oh, it's nice that he cares that his son's badly injured. You know, I once went to, a, uh, recently, well, we're going to say once went to, I recently went to a, a pub that was in a basement. That oh, yes. also was a low bar. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wasn't that one on Greenfield Street? Uh, yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. And then I also met you in an underground bar. Yeah, you did. Hellbound. I didn't have a drink there, though. It was the beating of the hideous heart. No. Hellbound heart is Clive G- Barker. Anyway. Clive Palmer? No, Clive Barker. Do you mean Hellbound the first... Clive fir- Barker, the dog <laughs> Clive Palmer owns. <laughs> 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 I'm Clive Barker. Ruff, ruff, ruff. Do you mean Hellbound, the first EP by The Living End? Uh, sure. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we cleared that up. Epidermis uh, means hair. No, it doesn't cross out that note. So Bart goes to the hospital and they're like, oh, your legs... I crossed out four notes at once. Wow. Bro. I know, that's efficiency, James. Your leg's broken, we're going to cut it off. Uh, you're going to miss the summer. And Homer says to him, when you get a job like me, you'll miss every summer. I heard. Hearing that line as a kid, it was like, "Ah, oh, okay, I guess that's what I'm heading towards. And mm. now that we're there, yeah. Yep. There's, yeah, there's no summer. No. As a member of the gig economy, I don't even get time off, really. No. I just, uh, you know, like teaching casually at the university people have said to me like uh enjoy your holidays i'm like it's not really a holiday it's more of a period of forced unemployment yeah totally yeah except when you say teaching casually you mean you do it with a backwards hat and an untucked shirt <laughs> yeah yeah hey, i just flick through the slides i'm like just take what you can from this i'm pretty checked out at this point mad max good rest of cinema bad <laughs> that is yes uh dangling modifiers fine who cares there is a difference between lay and lie although lay is also the past tense version of lie, it's a real pain in the ass yeah yeah being I've a al- teacher is fun i've always been tripped up on that one myself yep less not, and fewer. like i feel like i'm normally pretty good with most of those grammar rules but lay and lies what is one it is the present out. tense and then lay is the past tense and then lane is the past participle and what is the present uh, he was lying Yes yeah. Lying is a Why oh. am I giving a fucking grammar lesson but In the see, middle of a podcast You <laughs> See that's the other one that gets me Because I've never uh, I'm still to this day Not 100% sure If the spelling is consistent for Lying As in someone who is Uh, not sitting or standing, I Mm. suppose, and lying as in someone who is not telling the truth. I believe it is. They are the same spelling? it's the same spelling. Very, very interesting. Just complicating things even further. So if someone was lying about whether or not they were lying... Yeah, it might mean that they were actually lying. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) God damn it. Uh, Millpool. That's fun. Yeah. Millpool's good. How many people do you think have that tattoo? I've seen a few on Instagram. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, including someone who I'm like two social circles away from knowing. Two social circles away from knowing. So there's someone in Adelaide that has that tattoo. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So are you going to, you going to try to get into that circle? I don't think so. No? No. It's not like a battle royale game where you need to get right into that circle? You're is not that... playing Fortnite right now? No, I'm not playing Fortnite. Apex Legends? I'm not playing Apex Twin. Pub i uh, I'd like to go to the pub, and it's G. weird that you would call me G. <laughs> I've always called you G. Oh, My name's Nick. That's true, it is. Oh, fuck. fuck. Uh, what else have I got? I've got a lot of notes left here. Go on, tear through them. There's a really good Itchy and Scratchy in this episode. I really like the Itchy and Scratch oh, that Bart watches. It's this is weird. Always, this has always been one of my favourite Itchy and scratches with yes. the throbbing brains. And yeah. The it's the, the one that opens itch- with Itchy, like, bricking Scratchy into a wall, which is then opened 3,000 years later. So a bunch of... You know, rubbing brained scratches can take him into an arena and attack him with floating weapons. You know, if I want to see one cartoon character bricking another, <laughs> I'll watch Crazy Cat. <laughs> take your hands away from your mouth. <laughs> to see. To see. Oh, the thing that I like. Bro. Hey, I wasn't covering my mouth. I was. I, I was You're trying to do your bane impression. <laughs> <laughs> That's your bane? You're no doing way. Mickey Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Cover, hey, cover your mouth and do Mickey Mouse? Oh boy, Batman, you're gonna die! Oh boy! <laughs> when Gotham ashes, you have my permission to die! <laughs> um, hang on, who's another character in the Mickey universe that I can do the voice of? Gosh! Oh, Gosh, Mickey, some men just wanna watch the world burn! <laughs> It's the only other line I can think of from a Batman thing. I hope you can't do Donald Duck. I could not tolerate it. You- hey, <laughs> don't do Donald Duck. I have no tolerance for Donald Duck, and I will not have him on this podcast. I was watching a thing um, last night on like the the Donald Duck cartoons in which he he dreams of being a Nazi, which is great because I've spoken about the Daffy Duck ones because I've got a DVD. Donald Duck is a Nazi. Fuck Donald Duck. <laughs> But there's literally the Donald Duck voice saying Heil Hitler, which is not a great thing. No! <laughs> what is that? Part of Kingdom Hearts 3? Kingdom Hearts 3? Yeah. Uh, I don't know what that means. It's a video game with Donald Duck, and you're not familiar with the Kingdom Hearts series? I'm not familiar with the oh, Kingdom yeah, there's Hearts There's too much series. to get into on this part. I'm not going to talk about Kingdom Hearts on this episode of Puzzle in the Key of Springfield. Kingdom Hearts of Bart of Darkness? Sure. I brought it back around, James. Uh, this <laughs> episode... By the way, I don't know if we've said this, but this episode fucking rules and I love it to bits. But there's, uh, there's this great thing You where... mean this episode of Pods and the Case right? Yes, Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a part where Bud is watching Krusty the Clown. He's like, I'll just watch Krusty all holidays, baby. And then Krusty says, okay, this is the last episode for the holidays. We're going to be showing reruns. Two things here. Sure. First of all, it's a great... Like, flashback reminder to, like, the tragedy of your favourite show not running over the summer holidays. Oh, that's the and How much of a thing that was. Yeah. Like you have so much time and just nothing is happening on TV, which was the only thing that mattered. Yeah. And there was always that... I don't know if it was over summer, but there was always that kind of two months or so hmm. where... You know, The Simpsons used to be, what, 6 o'clock, Channel 10? Yeah, And then it would just disappear for a while and it would be like, oh no, we're instead we're going to play another episode of MASH or something. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? Where's it gone? Um, yeah, we're going to show fucking uh, Green Acres instead. Fucking Green Acres. The adults only remake of Green Acres. You are my wife. Goodbye, city life. We fucking. They fucking. Yeah. They fucking green acres. The other thing I really love is, I think the reveal that Krusty used to host a boring affairs program is kind of fucking great. Sure. Really funny. Masterful. Interesting. Talking yeah, to this yeah. George Meany guy about whether there's a labor crisis. I love this. Mm. I love it a lot, Nick. I love this episode okay. of popular animated on The Simpsons. I know how uncomfortable that makes you <laughs> when I like things. I just don't know how to react to it. Like, I have a note here that just says, the plot of this episode is really good, question mark. Um, uh, the plot of Rear Window. I suppose uh, when well, the Rear Window a... stuff comes in, like pretty late. Before yeah. that, we just have like this great like character reverse where Bart's becoming all isolated and weird, In like this way that doesn't feel like a direct like one to one parody of anything. It's just like this is Bart getting weird, and then Lisa's all popular and cool, and she's yeah. having a good time, and I like it a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At one point Homer and Marge, who are the married couple on the TV show we're watching, mm-hmm. they go skinny dipping in yeah. the pool. Yeah. And I was thinking, if you owned a pool, I feel like being able to swim naked would be like the one major advantage of having a pool in your own house. Yeah, the, I mean the idea that anyone would own a pool and not swim nude. Yeah, like exclusively nude. Is baffling. Yeah. Like what what's the point in having a pool then? Yeah, exactly. I mean, as long as you're not under police surveillance and the threat of open fire. <laughs> yeah. Which was like, I'm not sure I ever clocked that line when I was watching this previously, but, you know, when they, when Wiggum says, ah, come on, continue, and they don't, and he's like, all right, Lou, open fire. Like, yeah, fucking alright. Relatively severe police, uh, I don't even know what the abuse, I suppose. Yes. Like, severe abuse. They come and they spy on them and then oh. threaten to shoot them. I mean, I'd, I'd ease up on the C word there. What? <laughs> Nothing It's a gem for the listeners um, <laughs> Is uh, it? Uh, yes They arrived You said they'd come Oh yes. Yeah They arrive on the scene And then immediately start shooting them So Homer and Marge are dead Yeah And the rest of the series The nude death dream Yeah And the kids keep using the pool Even though it's full of their parents' blood Yeah Which mm. is it, when When you think about it Kind of grim To me It's strange Yeah in my opinion. Isn't that a thing in this later season of Game of Thrones? There's like kids swimming around in a pool of their parents' blood? I don't think so. <laughs> no, I'm just honest. I just, 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 just thought I'd try to get some cultural relevancy. <laughs> Somebody's like, ah, another guy, finally, who watches Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, finally, the, someone I can confide in. <laughs> uh, I've been in. looking long and hard for another Game of Thrones fan, and now here it is. I mm. uh, wonder what his feelings towards Sandor Clegane are. Sandor Yeah, Sandor Clegane Sandor baby, hurry down the Clegane tonight God damn it Sandor baby, hurry down the Clegane tonight Uh, Sandor Clegane, the hound himself Uh, Oh my god What is this? Uh, So Bart gets a magic telescope a magic telescope. Well it gets one of those telescopes that can hear what it is looking at. Oh, that's a really good point. <laughs> I've never fucking clicked on that. That's so funny. Like he's scrolling around, and he's like watching Hibbage and he's watching uh what's his face, the guy from rear window, uh the actor Jimmy, what's his name? Jimmy Cagney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um Madeline. No, yeah. Clark Clark No, it's not Clark Cable. No, it's like it is James something. I should know that. Who I didn't is- have my phone on me. Well, hang on. I'm going to look it up, and then I'm just going to make a guess. Uh, rear window. window, not rear view mirror. Um, the ah, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> let's see. How should I do this? This is a his surname because you're you're correct on the James. Yeah. His surname is a type of tartan. His surname can also be a first name. Okay. His surname. Hmm. Uh kind of sounds like someone who is on char- who is in charge on ships. Someone who's in charge on ships. Yeah. So the seaman. No. No. Yeah. The captain. J- James James Seaman. <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. is this guessing game fun? No. <laughs> <laughs> James Stewart. Stewart, Stewart. Stewart. which kind of sounds like Jimmy Stewart. That's which right. Which kind of sounds like Stewart. Okay. And they're in charge on chips. Yeah, and they make the stew. Yeah, they make the stew. Yeah, so he's got this magic they telescope. S- they stew hard. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. Magic man. telescope. Here's the thing. Now, I like this episode a lot. In Rear Window, he has the telescope, and it makes a bit more sense because they're living in like this big complex where he's seeing like an yeah. apartment across the way and can like yeah. see like the intimate details of what's happening in that house. Everything happening with Ned is happening just in the backyard <laughs> across from yeah. where Bart is. This should be very clearly visible to him. He does not really need a telescope. That's a very good point. I also think that maybe, because it's got the sound abilities, maybe it's actually correctly a microscope, as in a telescope with a microphone attached to Chocolate it. Chocolate microscopes? Which, uh, what? Simpsons. Oh. It's a Simpsons reference. I see. We'll get to it eventually. It's fine. End uh, of this season. Uh, sure. Yes. I've, I've got no I've, I mean I thought, I thought the microscope joke was kind of funny so I said it but so he's got par- like some pretty some pretty advanced spy equipment apparently I was very wrong also Lisa gives him this telescope that she won at the optics festival telescopes are not cheap this is like a pretty nice thing to give your brother yeah that's a really good point why would she not keep it she would get more out of a telescope than he is although yeah. now she's cool and popular yeah now she doesn't you know, she need can't it. deal with this nerd shit anymore Maybe. this fucking nerd shit Nick yeah, yeah. like this podcast yeah which we are renaming to "nerd shit." Um, oh. That's, uh, I'm not on board with that rebrand. You've seen Rear Window, haven't you? I think it it's it's been on in a room that it's I was been. in. Okay, it's been on in a room that I was in, but I don't think I ever paid attention to it. Okay, well we'll put it on the short list of movies we'll watch eventually. Sure, it's for the, good for it's... the for the one reference that we get. Yeah. Yeah, Lee Smith is really good in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Good character turns. Yes. She plays Little Lisa. Yeah. Little Lisa, the little girl on the show. The, uh, uh, uh. You mean the one in the little blue onesie kind of... In the little red and yellow car, yes. Oh, no, oh I was thinking yeah, yeah. Maggie. I was thinking of the littlest girl. Maggie. Maggie. The little girl in the red and yellow car. Ding, 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 Maggie. Maggie. <laughs> etc. How are we? We've only been recording for forty-two minutes. It feels like we've been going for an the hour ha- and a half. The happiest little baby in it all Springfield. Oh, <laughs> wouldn't that be? Wouldn't that have been an amazing fucking surprise ending if we both just went happiest little baby in all Springfield? <laughs> end of episode. When you first saw this episode, I you said can... end of episode. No, <laughs> okay. If you can throw your <laughs> mind back. Dude, the first time you saw this episode When you were just a little boy You wanted to be a big boy But you weren't there yet Just a little baby neck mm-hmm. You are sucking on your big lollipop <laughs> You had your big bow in your hair And you are watching this episode yep. You said, Mommy, can I watch The Simpsons? That's such, okay, so, that's such a good impression of me yeah. You had your little clogs on And you were watching The Simpsons <laughs> What is this mean to me? You're the sweet, cherubic boy and you're watching The Simpsons with your big lollipop and my Rubik's cube. <laughs> your Rubik's cube, yes. <laughs> Which was a, uh, a Clive Barker invention in the Hellbound out Fuck. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> you're watching this episode. Do you remember? Did you think that maybe Flanders was a psycho killer? Psycho killer. <laughs> Kesh, Rest of song. say Um. Um, did I think... No, I, I didn't think that they were going to make that turn. And if they made that turn, I didn't think they were going to make it stick. I have some vague memory of being a young one mm. and seeing this episode and kind of think, oh, did Flanders kill his wife? Yeah, right. Like wow. the very first time I saw this you, episode. You really bought in. Oh, I was all in, baby. You were all in. Yeah. All in on Flanders the killer. I don't know. I Just, you know... The authority figure, in this case the television, was telling me that the man did the thing. So I'm like, yeah, okay, sure. Uh, shit. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. yeah." But then it turns out I didn't kill his wife. Didn't kill oh, his wife. Or didn't he? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um... um <laughs> Look, I think Maud actually is murdered and replaced with a doppelganger in this episode. I think Maud has been replaced with a wax model. Ooh. Maybe a wax model that was struck by lightning on Halloween and came to life. Is that the plot of a movie that stars one of the women from sex in the city don't ha, maybe mannequin i I don't know if the halloween part mannequins aren't made of wax either you know how i write i write for that website point and clickbait yes i wrote an article once and i don't know why i did this exactly if i wrote this article it was about this new version of bioshock that was coming out Mm. And I decided I was going to include quotes from a PR person I made up called Wax Adams. Oh, (laughs) I I remember Wax Adams. I opened the article with a disclaimer saying, uh, since publishing this article, we have found out that Wax Adams is not actually a human male, but was a mannequin that came to life after being struck by lightning on Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know why. (laughs) Why that was uh, why that was the thing I put in there. It was very good though. And like throughout the article, every time Wax Adam said anything, it'd be like uh, uh, Wax Adam somehow communicated to us that. So I don't know. I'm a I'm a strange yeah. person, and I think weird things sometimes. And then that became Robin Williams' family classic. Patch Adams Yes Support Point and Clickbait On Patreon Okay so Mm, uh, What else was I talking about Um, Yeah so I think Maud has been replaced With some sort of doppelganger Maybe a Tulpa A Tulpa Yeah I see Yeah Do you mean Tulsa The hometown of Hanson Yes Excellent (laughs) Maud baby (laughs) (laughs) Don't really have A follow up joke To that Oh my god Maud remodeled wax of John Claude Damme <laughs> What? Re- remodeled wax. John Claude. Okay. Um, no, I'm saying that Maud is a remodeled wax version of John Claude. Yeah, from the Van. movie JCVD. JCVD. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which you can play in your JVC VCR. Exactly. Uh, on VHS. My last. My, I've got two last notes on this episode. Do you have any notes left? Only Busby Berkeley. Ah, Berkeley. Uh, Busby Berkeley. Oh, we skipped over that. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah. So the, the synchronised swimming is a reference to all the movies made by Busby Berkeley. Yeah, Busby Bobcat. Who's the director that did a lot of the Esther Williams synchronised swimming stuff. And when they started doing the synchronised swimming thing, I turned to you and said, is this a Busby Williams reference? <laughs> and you were like, well, I don't know, but it seems like the kind of bullshit you would know. <laughs> yeah. And then You're I just have in your mind somewhere. And then I checked and I was off slightly. Yeah. You had to check the filing cabinet that it was under B instead of W in yeah, your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I imagine your brain to be a series of filing cabinets just full of information. Uh, full of information and cobwebs, yes. Some bats. Some, like, like cricket bats or, like, animal bats? Both. Fuck, the wine I was drinking last night. Hang on. Okay. Oh, Jesus. Nick has gone up to get some wine. I mean, <laughs> why wouldn't we? At this point, people know what they're listening to. I started reading the description on the back of the wine bottle and I got yeah. very sad. So, is it a red wing, is it? Uh, Bentwing. Bentwing. So, this is a uh, Bentwing Cab Sav, Cabernet Sauvignon, from the Coonawarra re- region of South Australia. Coonawarra is in South, it's in South Australia, right? I don't know. Or is it in New South Wales? It doesn't matter. I, I don't know. <laughs> but I really should know that. Um, I live in this country. But uh, so it's called the Bentwing and it's got a, a bat logo on the front. Yeah. A tribute to the endangered southern bent-wing bats that frequent the kunawara. Oh, I didn't know that the bats in the south were endangered. Well, that was a huge I'm incident thinking- where a bunch of bats died. Like last heat, we had a heatwave recently, and like we lost a lot of bats. Yeah, we did, but they okay. were the ones in the Adelaide Parklands. That's, yeah, that's far true. from the Kunawara. Yeah, I know. <laughs> He's drinking the wine now. I'm now just drinking He's wine. He's drinking and- the wine. <laughs> He's drinking the water. Uh, okay, so my last my last like real note here I also have that the ending's very poetic But whatever, that's fine uh, Martin with the pull and everything But the thing I wanted to talk about a little more Right at the end where they uncover the whole mystery And you know, Maud's still alive She didn't die Going for more wine uh, When Homer does his hull There's still the thing of your missing wife Baby, I'm Homer oh. And then Maud says, oh, I'm right here, I'm Maud and he says, oh, I see. Well, I guess everything's wrapped up in a neat little package. Yeah. The whole, like, really, I mean that? Sorry if it sounds sarcastic. Yeah. Thinking about this joke, I feel like... This joke is so close to not working for me. <laughs> the yeah. timing is just... Right on the razor's edge of just being too fast <laughs> for this joke to play. Oh, you think it needs more space? I just think, I don't know, like... There's a precision here. Like, this joke would not work at all, I think, if it was... Stretched out half a second either way <laughs> Sure I see what you mean I see what you mean I see what you mean Yeah Yeah I feel like that joke is so silly And it's come after so much silliness And it's just so close to not working mm. But I think they pull it off I think they do as well Although it's possible I just have Stockholm Syndrome Towards the Simpsons at this point I don't think that's the case I think they, I think they pull it off I. There's always part of me that thinks he's going to say Sorry if my tone was wrong And I would prefer that to sorry if you think I was being sarcastic. I would Sorry if it sounded sarcastic as the word. Oh sorry if it sounded sarcastic. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Mm -hmm. uh, It's fine. I like it. Okay. Well we are gonna rewrite this episode obviously with our own gags and improve upon it in this way. Good. Yeah. I mean for my part, I would like all the characters to remind me of what their names are at the end of their (laughs) sentences. While the sounds of Nickelback's This Is How You Remind Me play, play over the background. <laughs> Look at this photograph. It's not the song. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <sighs> Alright, All right. so that was uh, Bud of Darkness, an episode that I like a great deal. Yeah, Bard of Darkness is very, very good. Oh, actually, that reminds me of something I was going to do, but it doesn't make any sense We're going to talk about Joseph Conrad's Heart of Darkness, maybe recount the entire plot, and maybe uh, delve into the racial politics of that book? I was absolutely not going to do that. Were you going to discuss Francis Ford Coppola's uh, remake of Heart of... Well, adaptation, I suppose, of Heart of Darkness, Apocalypse Now possibly involving the redux and the French plantation scene that is, of course, quite controversial. No. No, no you weren't going to do any of that? No, we I We're going to discuss the video game Spec Ups The Line and the way that a song uh, by the band Battles on the soundtrack for Twilight New Moon somehow predicted the plot of that, film, of that game in advance, which it was a riff on Heart of Darkness in many ways, but somehow... A song on the soundtrack to Twilight New Moon predicts the entire plot of that video game. Wasn't aware of that. So you weren't going to talk about that? I wasn't that. going to talk about okay. that. Interesting. Mm. <laughs> are you done? <laughs> yeah. Roll of threes. <laughs> um, I was going to... in In season six, I was going to try to keep a tally, like a running tally of what my favourite episodes are so that when I get to the top five at the end... Sure. I actually know what that is because i have okay. i have very bad recall when it comes to these things so we're one episode and in, how does this one rank yeah look this one's up the top it's <laughs> <laughs> down the bottom for me <laughs> and see see that's why i realized that that's what i went oh fuck it's not gonna work now because we've got nothing to compare it to yet <laughs> so currently it's at the tippy top is this like eurovision where after each one it'll show like you know how much you liked it and i mean we might check in on my top and bottom hmm how is your bottom today by the way <laughs> It's, it's alright. Thank you for asking. Good. All right. So that has been butt of darkness. We have uh, got a little weird on this one, I think. Are you hungry? Yeah, I am. I'm not even that hungry, but I am like I've got a certain mania taking over my body that tells me I should eat. I um I've I pulled up the chords for Frank Sinatra's Summer Wind because that's what Martin sings the at the end. Summer wind. Came blowing in... Is that the melody? Because I was about to across say... Across the sea... Because I was about to say, I've got this, but I don't remember what the melody was. But... I believe that's the melody. dun 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 <laughs> The summer wind came blowing yeah. in. Dun-dun-dun. The sea. Are we doing the same song? I think so. It lingered there to touch your hand. Walk with me. walk with me, Jane. <laughs> All Well, so up, well. Long, we sang a song and then we strode that golden sand. Too sweet. The summer wind in Springfield. (laughs) that's that's picking us up now. That's good, that is. I'm on a blank page in my notebook. I need to turn back to where my notes are. Ooh. Is this not the uh, new podcast blank page? (laughs) <laughs> with Nick and James Just completely unrehearsed But I mean that's every podcast isn't it? Just unrehearsed bullshit Is that a, um, a riff on Blank Check? Yes With <laughs> Griffin with and David Griffin gosh. and David Don't know what to say or to expect All you need to know is that the name of the show is Blank Check Wait Is that Have they got a theme song that yeah. says that? Yeah Yeah okay Well um, uh, uh, No matter if it's happy or sad that you feel This is pods in the key of Springfield <laughs> Of Spring Field. Field. (laughs) Alright.
1: All right, there's a fucking theme song for you. Hang on. Wait, 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 (laughs) wait. I'm
0: going to do it now. Okay. (laughs) We're going to come... You're finally going to make the theme song. You were meant to make before we put the first episode up two years ago. (laughs) Well, I had like a long, complex idea about what I thought the theme song should be. And then you sent me the current one saying, what about this? I'm like, oh, that's heaps (laughs) better. Um... No matter what you're feeling, happy or sad. Th- wait, hang on. Fucked <laughs> up No matter what you're feeling happy or sad. No matter what, as long as it's one of these two emotions. But also Have we got the gains turned up awfully high on this. Uh maybe, I don't know. It's probably fine. It's I mean that was a very big laugh. <laughs> I might I might put it down a tiny bit. <laughs> No matter what you're feeling, happy or sad, it's me, Nick, your podcast dad. No, but I had to put feel <laughs> at the end of it, otherwise it doesn't make any <laughs> fucking sense. Um, <laughs> Whether it's happy or sad that you feel, hey kids, put in the key Springfield. Okay, I don't like that. Let's not make that the theme. But yeah, it was good. It was fun. Uh, okay, what about... Um, what about uh, Whether it's happy or sad that you feel Hey kids, it's pods in the key of Springfield It's so thick! Season six! There we go. It's so (laughs) six! (laughs) Alright. Ah, fuck. I'm going to put the guitar away and try to pretend that I'm a normal, functional human.